Into the Garden podcast, the dawn and break of a new day, a new beginning, a turning point, a new importance, a new possibility to say, oh taste and say how good and how gracious the Lord has been to you and to me. We welcome the break of newness, of freshness, the breakthrough, the breakthrough, the splendour of fragrance, that aroma that speaks and gives off an anointing sweet essence, you say. A sweet is the promise that God will never leave nor forsake thee. Join me on into the garden. Even to you out there in the pristine country side. This is our Faith Women series, so welcome. Feel energised. Rejuvenated, relaxed, inspired, motivated, encouraged by those who teach on women of faith from the Bible to activate and strengthen your and my faith. I'm your host, Salome Jacobs, and on our Faith Women series, we have Sharon Perry from Zimbabwe teaching on Deborah, the Uncommon Leader. Well, I don't know about you. When we step into the garden for a moment or two, lives are changed, transformed, rearranged in the garden of extraordinary favour, in the garden of unlimited favour, in the garden where you come tuned in. As a hearer, a listener, a guest, not knowing what to expect. A moment in time for you, where God is stretching you, changing you, transforming you, rearranging you, changing lives, connecting. the garden of inviting the Deborahs in giving birth to what is deep inside deep within unleashing for now Won't you step inside with us in the garden of serenity, of tranquility, of peace, 
of him who invites you and me. And you know, I will be sharing and you can find this post on our Facebook page. Because he is an artist. And I have watched Sharon Parry transform and her journey growing faith on her journey reaching new heights and that is what God can do for me and you bringing women together from all corners of the globe This is a move from God, a will within a will within a will. So, quickly dash off to the kitchen for a decadent refreshing cup of tea or coffee, glass of water or juice, whatever it is that you prefer. Then make haste and without any hesitation, without any reservation, step in to that ethereal presence, that omnipotent presence, that omniscient presence, that presence that says, I am he who goes before thee. I am he with the word imparted to thee. I am thee where my voice, my word carries weight into the atmosphere, over the airwaves, for you to hear. So thank you once again, young and senior, for tuning in to our Faith Women series. And you are most kindly welcome to share, to like, to spread the word. And on this episode, and on my posts, I will be sharing an extract. from an artist, how God has used an artist to write and to draw a prophetic word. And that's the power of God. That is the might of God. It's quite a lengthy prophecy. But you are most welcome to find it on my page on Facebook. So once again, feel welcome. And we give God all the honor and all the praise. Up next, the next voice you will hear is Sharon Parry from Zimbabwe, Deborah, the uncommon leader.
Should we call in the Deboros? In. Greetings, mighty woman of valor. Um, it is good to be able to share, and I'm honored to share with on the full platform of Into the Garden. I thank you, Salome, for inviting me. I'm honored to do this. I am sharing today on Deborah in the Old Testament. I've always been fascinated by Deborah. Her name is even strong, and just sounding out the name has a strong strength to it. She was, <clears throat> because she's like one of the women that is mentioned as a leader of Israel when most of the leaders of Israel are men. And Deborah is one of the judges. She's, one, she's the only woman judge among the 12 judges of Israel. And she's the only woman that is a prophet and judge at the same time. Um, along, and there's two others, men, that is Samuel and Moses. So that is, uh, that make, it makes it even more significant. And it just speaks to me that she was a woman, there was much in her, she was a woman of great discernment, a woman who heard from God, a woman of stature, and to have risen to those, to those uh, heights in leadership, because she was leading Israel at the time when God had handed Israel over to Jabim, Jabin, the king, uh, the leader of the, you know, the leader of the Canaanites at that time, and because Israel had been in disobedience, and she must have been a woman of great influence. And I believe sometimes that influence comes through our husbands. Her husband is mentioned; she's mentioned as the wife, um, the wife of Lapidoth, and Lapidoth means flash, by the way, and. Um, so it's not the other way around that uh, Lapidoth was the husband of Deborah. Um, the way it is worded that uh, Deborah was the wife of Lapidoth tells me that uh, he had also influential standing in the community. So the fact that God chose her, she would have had a close relationship with the Lord um, and heard from the Lord, you know, distinctively and with accuracy. Uh, and the fact that she was a judge, she judged under the palm trees, and the palm tree, the palm of Deborah, it was known, and the palm tree signified justice. A place, it was a safe place where people could go and resolve their issues. It was neutral ground. So when she heard from the, when she heard from the Lord that she needed to call on Barak, summon Barak, and she summoned him, which that means there's authority there. She summoned Barak, and Barak came. The very fact that he came means that he had incredible respect for her. He honored her prophetic anointing, and he obviously um, honored her as a leader. And she prophesied to Barak that he was to go and fight against Jabin, uh, the Canaanite, or Sisera, his commander-in-chief. And, 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 you know, conquer the Canaanites and conquer Sisera. And there was a confidence in that prophecy. There obviously was a confidence in the Lord 
that he would fight for them because that was a huge prophecy to give because the Canaanites were much feared. And it says twice there that the armor, the artillery that the Canaanites had, that Sisera had, was of superior quality to the Israelites. It was of superior quality to the Israelites. Iron-clad chariots, 900 of them. And it says it twice there that these 900 chariots were mentioned there, um, meaning that they found them formidable and there must have been such a formidable force. Um, so already their whole artillery, their whole armor was superior to that of the Israelites and they had ruled over the Israelites ruthlessly. So Deborah would have heard with confidence the Lord. You can, I can see that through the scriptures, reading the scriptures and Judges 4 and 5, that she had confidence in, in the Lord and the word of the Lord. So her relationship must have been incredibly strong with the Lord. She also, also she mentioned that he needed to take 10,000 men with him. And the figures are, when it mentions figures, it's 10,000, it's accurate figures, it's specific figures, um, <laughs> specific figures uh, that, that she's speaking out, was speaking with accuracy. And she told him who to take, Neftali, um, Barak from, was from the tribe of Neftali, and he was also to take Zebulun with him, the tribe of Zebulun, to go and fight against the army of the Canaanites, Sisera. And also, she gave him the battle plan. She told him what she would do and what he would do. And yet, he said he wouldn't go without her. He said, if you go, I will go. If you don't go, I won't go. So obviously, she had incredible courage, presence, confidence. And he needed that to go and fight against the Canaanites. And I can understand that there's, when we're surrounded by fear and the fear of our oppressors, that seeps into every area of our lives. And he would have been drawing on the courage of Deborah. And she didn't hesitate. She said, yes, I will go with you. She didn't hesitate at all to go into battle. The, um, she was, and that also shows me that she was so confident of the victory because the Lord was with them. And that is my story on Deborah, that she went into battle because of her confidence in the Lord and, and because of her, her incredible relationship with the Lord. She must have had such an amazing relationship with him. And that just gives me heart and courage as well. She knew who she was in the Lord. She also knew that the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, will come through for them. If he gives an instruction, he is with them. It also gives a, a, a picture of women being able to do mighty things in those times. I've always thought of women being so oppressed through those times. And yes, there was oppression, but I also see in other stories of how Women have done mighty acts of valor and how they are mentioned in the Bible um, as women of courage, 
of women of strength. The word judge means troubleshooter in Hebrew, and she was a troubleshooter for the, you know, when she sat in the courts under the palm tree. But also judges were known as deliverers. And the she when when they needed when Israel needed to be delivered from their enemies. And in this sense, she was both the troubleshooter and the deliverer of Israel. Deborah had many attributes. Um, Deborah means busy bee in Hebrew, and I can see that. Uh, she was a judge, uh, a mother, a leader, a wife, and she would have had to have juggled many issues at one time and, 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 and be able to organize. I would have, it tells me that she was a highly organized woman, a woman of great discernment, as I mentioned earlier. And that Deborah also wrote psalms. Um, there's a few other people that wrote psalms. Deborah is one of them. Job wrote a psalm. So that means she was also musically gifted. They sang a song, her and Barak sang a song on the day that um, the, uh, they were, the Canaanites were defeated. I always wonder if she knew how God would help them, and I don't think so. Uh, she, she was so confident of it, because what I love about it is that the stars fought from the heavens. The stars in their orbits fought against the seraph. Sisera. And God sent the rains down, and the river flooded, the river Kishon flooded and, and swept the, the, the enemies, the Canaanites, away. And I would imagine that the chariots, um, being clad in iron, would have actually been quite heavy and would have got stuck in the mud and the rains. And so, so such simple technology, such simple war tactics, and, and what makes me also in awe is that the Israeli army was so ill-equipped against the Canaanites, against Sisera and King Jabin, the king of the Canaanites, and yet the Israelites won because God was with them, and in this battle, God gets all the glory. But back to Deborah, I love her story I find it inspiring, I find it encouraging. I get great strength and courage from her and, and from her story, the story about her, knowing that us women have played an important role in the kingdom of God. And when God rises up and calls us to go against and do things that seem incredibly impossible, that we need to have that courage to rise up and do it. And so I would encourage everybody to be incredible in, 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 in close unity with the Holy Spirit, with the God of Israel, and to constantly speak the word over our lives, because that is our weapon, that is our technology, one of our technologies of warfare. And, and I pray that the strength of Deborah will go with you, the courage of Deborah will go with you, the discernment of Deborah will go with you especially in these times, because I believe 
especially if what is happening in Israel right now, I believe God is going to be raising up Deborahs in this time. And I pray the Deborah anointing over each and every single person listening to this, that he will raise up the Deborahs in this time that will bring deliverance to Israel, to his kingdom, to the kingdom, to his people in these times. And may we have the courage to do what he's commanded us to do. Once again, thank you, Salome, for Into the Garden. Thank you for inviting me to share on this platform. I appreciate you. I appreciate your courage as well, mighty woman of valor, for what you're doing and following the instructions of the Lord. May God bless you and Russell abundantly. May he provide for your every need. In the name of his son, Jesus Christ, amen. There's nothing more charming, more soothing than music. Universal heals, restores. Unclogs many a broken heart. You know, nothing happens by chance. And while I was busy working behind the scenes, putting the show together. leads Sharon is a formidable artist and I was led to a piece that I found written by another distinct prophetic artist And, like I said, God steers, He leads. And, you know, God can speak to you in me in many profound ways. If we only but be still, be silent. listen. So I came across this artist, Dee Jones. And how God uses her prophetically through art. And so to the many artists out there, Thank you for putting a smile on our faces, unawares.
That is the way God uses you to pour into the lives of many, to heal, to restore, with an object that can kill. Through intention of your heart, under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, which is pure. So, D. Jones is an artisan, a business owner, and an author from the hills of West Virginia. She's also recognized as the voice of the leading loving shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ, as a personal savior since the age of four, 14. And transformational visions, dreams, and biblical insight interlinked into her paintings, poetic writing. And she has shared many a personal testimony. So while I was going about my duties, putting the show together. I came across her piece, quite a lengthy piece, but I have to say that I'm going to just give you a little short snippet and I will be posting this on my page. She penned this the mantle of Deborah. By D. Jones and Christie. So yes, I love stepping into the garden of introspection where I myself reflect. She goes on to say, I clearly heard, pray for the wombs of my Deborahs. When the burden is intense and you do not know what to say, this is the moment to pray in the spirit. This is the exact moment to stand up and pace the floors until you feel an urge that the burden is lifted. As I was praying, I had a picture image develop out of the recess of my mind. And you know what? This is what God can do. He can use the unqualified and speak and show you something in the recess of your mind. God can steer your hand as he downloads words and the pen flows. She goes on to say, I saw a fully geared woman from ancient times. I could see her curly hair glisten in the fall evening as she stood unsure of her future. Her right hand clasped the sword and her left was placed upon her belly. Here is where she makes her stand 
an extreme force of strength peers from her eyes as she stares into the face of the unknown. The warrior is pregnant about this pregnancy does not represent a mere child. This pregnancy represents a nation that weighs in the balance. She is Deborah and she rises up with tenacity for the next generation. Now I'm not that good of an artist to paint a masterpiece from memory, she goes on to say. I need a visual image to inspire my emotions as it guides the paintbrush across the blank canvas. How do you relay the intensity of that moment? How do you portray the anxiety, the unknown despair of what might or might not take place? How do you paint the story? that will speak a million words. She says, I can hear the sound of a great and mighty army marching on the horizon. It is an army of God's daughters coming to claim their inheritance. I can feel the ground shaking as they march together in unison sending shockwaves into the enemy's camp for they come to retrieve their territory. I can see their eyes burning with a fierce passion for their beloved. They are moving in response to his call. His call is one of urgency like a drum beating with the sounds of war whose notes are echoing out across the four corners of the earth. His voice calls out to his daughters, Rise up, my daughters, rise up. I am releasing the mantles of Deborah and Esther to rest upon you in this hour. This is your moment. I am giving your enemies into your hands. In one hand they carry the sword of the Spirit. In the other they hold the blood of the Lamb. So as you tune in to this segment, will you be open to receive the reward of what God is doing on this podcast by sharing Faith Women series? He's releasing his daughters releasing the mantles of Deborah and Esther upon me and you. Yes, this is your moment, your opportune time, a very prestigious time, an attuned time to draw nigh. As you embark on this journey with us, as God releases the favour, uncommon favour will you hearken when you step in to receive and may the Lord watch between me and thee I will be posting on my page the whole prophecy through an artist whom God has shown 
has given her a prophetic word. So I thank each and every one of you tuning in today. Likewise, I thank Angela Morris, Audrey Falson, Paula Farlin, Sharon Perry, Doreen Rossley, and Chantal Bully for coming alongside me, saying yes. For together in unison, God is giving birth to bigger things. For I tell you that many prophets and kings wanted to say what you say but did not see it, and to hear what you hear but did not hear it. Luke 10 verse 24 Daughters, arise. Arise and shine, for your time has come. Well, we have come to the end of our Faith Women series with Sharon Perry. Thank you for tuning in. Whether you are tuning in from Cape to Cairo, north, south, east or west, yes, the love of God stretches and puts you and I to the test. And yes, if you are tuning in for the very first time, I hope that you are blessed, that you will come again, share, Proclaim that God is real that God is for you, not against you and how God prophetically connects you so Remember, you are in the palm of his hand. You are the apple of his eyes. And God is going the extra mile. So before I love and leave you, in fact, before we love and leave you, if there's anyone out there celebrating a birthday, an anniversary, or receive news of good cheer, happy birthday to you, a happy anniversary, and congratulations to you. Not forgetting those who have lost a loved one or two, and still praying for the peace of Israel too. we also think of all of you across the four corners of the globe 
ברך את מדינת ישראל. ראשית, צמיחת גואתנו. הגן עליה באפרת חשדיך, ופרוס עליה סוכת שלומך, ושלח אורך ועמיתך לראשיה, שריה ויועציה, ותקנם בעצה טובה מלפניך. ונתת שלום בארץ, ושמחת עולם ליושיה, ונאמר אמן. of what could be one who holds the power to make dreams a reality in the strength and beauty wisdom and grace though you've got all that it takes you've got what it takes to live your dreams in this lifetime this is the moment You've become in your life